You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And today we have a special guest here with us, David Birnich. And he is actually a commercial lender now uh, with more than three decades of experience in the banking industry. And he's going to talk to us about how to build a stable, lucrative real estate portfolio while holding a full-time job. We're also going to talk about transitioning from the full-time job to full-time real estate. And he has an upcoming book called Middle Class to Millionaire. So we want to hear all about the content in that. Um, But high level, it, it demonstrates how Real estate investing can be simple and profitable for financial security, long-term growth, and complete peace of mind. And he's got a pretty cool story. He became a real estate investor and changed basically the course of his life within a few short years. So really excited to hear his story. And thanks for coming on the show, David. Thanks for having me, Anthony. I appreciate it. Great. So talk to us about your book and what inspired you to write that and kind of talk to us about your story a little bit in real estate. Sure. Um, So as you said, I'm a commercial loan officer, still have my W-2 job. And uh, I am 60 years old right now, just turned 60 this past month. And uh, I was 45 years old and using uh, the football analogy um, at 45, you're kind of at the halftime of your career, you know, between 25 and 65. So as halftime, I was looking at making some halftime adjustments. And uh, when I went to the locker room and looked at my uh, financial plan for retirement, I realized that if I kept doing what I was doing, not only would I lose the game of retirement, but I'd also be living in a van down by the river like Chris Farley was in Saturday Night Live. It just uh, wasn't going to work. The numbers didn't work. Um, You couldn't. I had four boys to put through to college. I had a wife that didn't work at the time. And I was doing everything I was told to do correctly. I mean, I was saving, you know, my 10 percent, getting my employer match. But being on a middle-class income, I was making about $80,000 about 15 years ago. And I just said, I'm going to have to take a massive reduction in my standard of living if I keep on the same path. So that kind of woke me up to the fact that the uh, traditional financial planning world doesn't really work for most people. It works great if you're a high-income earner and you can sock away a lot of money. It doesn't work. The The mathematics do not work if you are... A middle-class person just trying to get by through uh, expenses because most financial planners will tell you, hey, just cut more, live on less, and save more. And that doesn't work unless you want to live at the van down by the river right now. (laughs) So that was was my uh, epiphany. And as a commercial loan officer, I was looking for solutions to the problem. And what I found were the people that seem to do it the quickest and have the lifestyle that most of us want in retirement, which is essentially working as little or as much as they want, having no issues with how much money that they're bringing in that's more than covering their expenses, traveling when they're still young, not waiting till they're old and tired and sick or health issues. And uh, those were the real estate investors. So one one of them in particular was a a gentleman who actually retired at 65 from his full-time job at that point in time, he realized he was going to live in a van down by the river if he didn't do something, and he got into multifamily investing. So that was my first entree into real estate investing, and it's paid off for me as well. 
Awesome. So a little bit later in life, and I hear, I talk to a lot of investors and people from all over the world and at all stages in life. And I have 25 year olds say, Oh, I think it's too late for me now. Like, what are you talking about? You're 25. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, seems like you're a living proof example. It doesn't matter what age you are. Um, obviously the younger you start out, the better you, you know, you be because, um, you'll learn, you know, that real estate, um, not all deals, but a lot of deals really where you create wealth is long term. So, um, yeah, just love to hear that, David. So I'm assuming that inspired you to write the book. So could you tell us a little bit what, what else is in that? Yes, because when I first started the book, the concept was not to be a bestseller, not to even make money from the book. I was basically looking back and saying, wow, this is this is information people need to know now. And I use the analogy of, you know, you've climbed the mountain, you've got all the scars, the cuts, the bruises you know, the path to get to the top of the mountain, throw a rope down for the next person, you know, give them, give, allow them to compress time and not to go and make the same mistakes you did. I've got four grown sons and I want them to follow this path. I'm not asking them to quit their jobs and do this full time, but I am saying at your age, if you start this, it's going to be massively pay off, massively pay off for you. And you turn 45 and you'll already be free financially free at 45 where I was just getting started. So going back to your other point, you know, if you're not make if you're not if the numbers aren't working for you where you are now, you've got to make a change. You, and I'm telling people keep doing what you're doing. I didn't stop saving for retirement when I when I did this. I just added this and adding this massively increased the probability of success to the point where at 60, I could retire if I wanted to. So that's that's kind of my message to people today. Get started as quickly as possible. Learn the ropes because generally speaking, people that wait for everything to be perfect never get started. Right. And so you mentioned multifamily was one of the avenues that project, you know, um, made your trajectory much quicker and um, kind of, you know, you have your lending side right now still. So what was what does that look like for you, your real estate portfolio? So right now, so I had uh, my original partner, as I said, was 65 when I got into real estate. And unfortunately, about, I would say, three to five years into us partnering together on some multifamily, he passed away. But before he passed away, he told us, his, you know, his partners that he wasn't feeling well and was going to unwind his real estate portfolio. So we, we sold out of the multifamily we were in. I got into another multifamily with a, a real estate broker, a commercial broker, and uh, that one sold and then we entered another one and then that one then the market crashed in 2007 and luckily we hung we hung in there and stayed the course so even after as bad as it was in 2007 even as bad as it was for 10 years we had a conduit loan on that apartment building we stopped all distributions during the worst of times but when we climbed out of it and sold the apartment building we actually had a for the entire time, a six and a half percent return, which was great compared to people walking away with nothing. So I have never lost any money on any real estate to answer your question what I have now. So I, I did pay a mentor to teach me basically how to flip a house, a single family house, because I wanted to learn that side of the business because I was strictly a passive investor in the multifamily side. And I thought, well, let me add this to the mix. And so I paid some local uh, people that were real estate professionals to show me how to flip a house to figure out where I belonged in that mix. And essentially it was the same thing 
as I was in the multifamily, finding the money, you know, finding the money for real estate is important because you need a bunch of it to buy and fix up houses. So today I've got a portfolio of 119 uh, single family or duplexes, uh, a couple of quadplexes. And essentially we, uh, I'm totally passive. So I can continue to work my W-2 and still have that income coming in from real estate. That's awesome. Who manages that portfolio for you? My, uh, so the, when I first got started in this, I realized, uh, you know, that I, I might be able to add value by finding these properties. I realized even when in the depth of the of the worst of the housing market, I actually wasn't really good at finding them either. <laughs> it's a skill set that, uh, you know, I can appreciate how hard it is, how many frogs you got to kiss to get that one house that works or one property. And so I broke it down and, and do this in my book as well. And to the four Fs, you know, you got to find the property. You got to finance it. You got to fix it up, and then either flip it if you're going to sell it, or you're going to manage it as a prop with property management. So what we did, what value I brought to the table was the was the money, and so my partner or partners have to cover the other Fs. So they have to they have to find it, they have to fix it up, and they have to manage it. So they they manage it. We self manage our properties. That's awesome. And where are most of your properties located? I know you're in Nashville. Yes, the majority are in Nashville, um, but um, I've gone. I've branched out from Nashville because real estate prices, as you probably know, have gotten crazy, and it's hard to find something that'll cash flow in Nashville. So we've we still have the lion's share of our portfolio in Nashville, but we've also gone to a city about forty miles northwest of Nashville called Clarksville, home of the hundred first Airborne. So that's where I have some other rental properties, and then I moved into. Memphis about five years ago, and have been able to find some really good properties with a team that's on the ground there in Memphis. And then recently, uh, we've actually gone a little bit further into Little Rock, Arkansas. So it's starting to expand. That's awesome. So what advice? So you're still holding a full-time job down, which is awesome, and but you still have this portfolio, which is, you got the best of both worlds in terms of security and long, you know, just long-term, um, long-term income coming in. What would be your advice to to someone, you know, uh, you mentioned 45 is really when you started investing into real estate. Um, what would be your advice to someone who wants to get into real estate full time and doesn't maybe you're a loan officer, so you're in the industry already. So I'm sure it complements your real estate portfolio. I'm sure you finance maybe a few of your own assets, which that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, for some people, they might be working as an engineer and they don't love it or they might be a teacher and they don't love it. Um, what would be your advice for them to uh, transition from maybe um, that occupation to, you know, maybe they start investing in real estate and then they get to a certain point where they have enough passive income coming in, they're able to transition, um, but they might be a little bit later stage in life um, mm -hmm. like you were. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, even though I don't consider myself your prototypical banker because I'm doing these things on the side and a lot of the bankers that I know aren't uh, doing these, I, I look at it and say, I'm a little bit on the conservative side. I'm looking for high probability success you know, and minimize the downside risk. And so my advice to people would be start early and, and do it as a team approach so you can kind of run simultaneously your job if you if you can stand doing your job or if you're just at that point in your career that you don't want to to leave yet and have a little bit of a runway so you can essentially have some passive income coming in because it's really difficult 
to leave a W-2 job and then start the real estate from scratch, especially with the market doing what it is today, and just be able to replace your income that quickly. So it's it's hard to, you know, wean yourself off of the W-2 immediately have the stress and the pressure of bringing income in from real estate. That to me is uh, something I wouldn't want for myself. So that's why I knew I had to get this started as early as possible. But my advice would be to to get with a mentor and a team approach. You might get not get 100% of all the upside or, or downside if there's a problem, but you will learn the business and you can scale it from there to the point where it's a proven concept and therefore it's a lot less risky for you to to cut the cord with your employer. Yeah. And what, how would someone go about finding a mentor or someone that has, has done this before? And more importantly, someone that's willing to take the time to hold their hand through their new journey. What's the best way to go about that? I would suggest two different ways. One is um, Bigger Pockets uh, webs- uh, has a good website with a forum nationally, and you can find people locally in your own area that are doing this. So that 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 would be a good thing to pull into. But secondly, if you have any contacts, I mean, it's really talking to real estate agents who specialize in investment property and even bankers like myself, you know, if you called your banker, if you had a banker in your hometown and say, who are you working with that are experienced real estate investors? Every experienced real estate investors locally is probably using multiple banks. And so you're, you'll hear the same names come up again and again. I think that's the benefit I had as a banker is I already knew who the, the players were in, in my own town. I just had to find the one that was willing to, to show me the ropes. Yeah, that that makes sense. And then what you mentioned before with your book, you're trying to provide people with almost a ladder in order, you know, they start reading from the introduction, middle, get to the end, and you're just giving them a helping hand because, you know, um, not everybody has a playbook to start out with, uh, which is awesome. Um, Is your book available yet or? Yes, it's on Amazon. It it got released October 4th. So it's called Middle Class to Millionaire. And Essentially, it's it's the it's the story I just told you, probably in a little bit more detail. But essentially, it's trying to give people the uh, hope and also take away the all the risk and the fear factor that a lot of people have of even getting started. Because, like myself, I had those same fears, I had those same hangups, uh, even even to the point where I didn't want to be leveraged highly. You know, I. I <laughs> I had actually sent away for the old Carlton Sheets course. I don't know if you remember the infomercials with Carlton Sheets where he had no money down real estate. I, I sent away for that course. And as a young banker, I was reading that and I'm like, well, this guy is telling you to put, you know, buy real estate, but use a credit card and credit cards charge 18% interest. This is ridiculous. So there, there's a there's several mindsets that everyone has when it comes to real estate. Some of them are real, but overblown. Some of them are are just old wives tales, you know, that you can easily solve the problem. And essentially what I try to do is like debunk all these myths. So people understand that it's not that difficult and that it's can be as easy as contributing to your 401k. If you, if you have a good enough team behind you. That's awesome. And so you can find the book on Amazon. How can my audience reach out to you? Maybe they want to learn directly from you. Uh, basically, I, I'm uh, I'm targeting this to self-employed people and W two owners. So I'm I don't have a uh, <laughs> a Instagram page where I've you know 
and grease taking snapshots of me on top of walls, you know, but what I do have is a, uh, since my name is very easy, David Vernich, I'm the only one in the country, I think. So they can find me on LinkedIn. So that's where all W2 people generally have their, their history on their careers on that page. And that's who I'm kind of trying to reach out to is, you know, if you're a W2 person and you're waking up to the fact that, Hey, this isn't working. This plan that I've got isn't working. Then, then I want I want you to read the book and say there's hope for you to actually, in in some sense, not only achieve replacing your income with with uh, passive income, so that maybe you don't even need your your retirement account, um, but also to be able to retire if you want way earlier than your full retirement age. Which, like right now, I'm 60. My full retirement age is 67. I could retire today, seven years before my full retirement age. I just, I would rather work and stay busy and help people. That's awesome. Keeps you uh, living longer too, staying busy. And yeah, I get, I get bored too easily. So I gotta, get, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do something. And I like to do things that are profitable and that are useful for other folks. That's awesome. So if you liked what you heard and or saw today, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. It would help David and, uh, our audience, you know, reach more people. That's just the way it works, the algorithm. And as David mentioned, um, I'll have a link in the social media description as well as on iTunes to David's LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, definitely connect with David and take a look at his content and see what he's talking about and reach out to him. But really want to thank you for coming on the show today and hope to talk to you again soon, David. Okay, Anthony, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you.